0: Hello critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're going to be giving our thoughts and insights, our spoiler-free thoughts and insights, mind you, On the latest film by M. Night Shyamalan titled Knock at the Cabin, which is based on a 2018 novel that is titled The Cabin at the End of the World that was originally written by Paul Tremblay. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics, that is optics with an X, or email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin? Devin, oh Devin, Happy Hump Day. Have you uh, had invited any uh, strangers into your home? Any random uh, ne'er do wells lurking about your neighborhood?
1: I don't know if I saw Dave Bautista in my neighborhood. I might invite him. He seems like a cool guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, what was his uh the what was his name Leonard? I think he was playing. Good old his. Leonard. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm not gonna lie. Like Dave Bautista, he's been he's been experimenting with a lot of different roles, and I'm excited to talk about this uh, this movie today this this wild thriller experience. But how's your week been, buddy? I know it's it's a Wednesday we're recording here on a Wednesday, and you know we're, we're over the hump. But how's your uh, how's your week been?
1: Pretty average week. Um, I started watching Poker Face the other night. it's, oh. it's actually really good. It's like it's like every episode is, is its own Ryan Johnson mystery,
0: oh, so it's like an anthology series,
1: yeah, it's just all they're all starring N- Natasha Leone.
0: <laughs> so she's playing different characters all throughout
1: no, she's the same character, she's just traveling to different oh. states and each mystery is different,
0: oh, so it's kind of like Bennny on block uh but more t v form but she's not a detective herself, is she
1: not technically, she's just. She can just, she's like a human lie detector, basically. It's kind of like how in the first Knives Out, Ana D'Armas' character, mm. um, whenever somebody, was it whenever she lied, she threw up? Like it was some kind of mystical force. <laughs> she, it's like yeah. that, but she can <laughs> detect lies.
0: Oh, so she's kind of like the that's a Raven, of the, the lie detector. <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. I like that. I like that. I'll definitely have to give that a watch. I got to finish. I need to commit to one... Show per because if I keep jumping around with all these different shows, I'm not gonna finish anything. So, well, how many episodes is Poker Face?
1: There are only four out so far. Okay, the f- it released three first week and then it's doing weekly after that.
0: I might be able to, but I do want to, you know. Uh, the ver- I, I want to spend as much time as I can with uh, the White Lotus crew. I still got to watch episode two. So it's just been a crazy week on my end. Um, I haven't really started anything outside of White Lotus, like I said in our uh, previous review where we covered the last of us episode three, but yeah, hopefully I can get some done throughout um, the rest of the week. It's just been from Monday up until like today, it's been like super crazy. So It's been a wild experience. Went to uh, Luke Bryan and Brothers Osborne concerts uh, on Monday nights, and yesterday we saw a knock at the cabin, which is we're going to be we're going to be talking about here today. And today I got some plans after uh, we record, so yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And then I believe my Tuesday Thursday should be more smooth sailing because I don't believe I have too much going on. But it's crazy how you can do have something done. Do something every single week, excuse me, and then still feel like the week is like just taking forever. But hey, it's Wednesday, so that's all I care about. So for today's itinerary, we're just gonna get into our non-spoiler sections. We're get into a little bit of knock at the cabin trivia, the ones that obviously don't include the spoilers. Then we're gonna get into our final thoughts and our ratings, and then we'll close out with our coming up next section, and then. We'll say our final goodbyes so without further ado we'll be right back after this introduction to knock at the cabin stay back i believe you were chosen because your family's love for each other is so pure i know you've been through a lot and people haven't been fair to you drop the weapon and move away from erica i'll show you i was chosen to put a bullet in your head Drop it now, Leonard, or I'll kill you. You're dooming us all, Andrew. You're dooming your husband. You're dooming your daughter. I'm done with you! I'm not listening to another goddamn word you say! It's time for the next sacrifice. Are you willing to make a choice? You're crazy. I'm taking my family. And I'm leaving. And we are back. You just heard a little clip from Knock at the Cabin, this movie is directed by M. Night Shyamalan himself and is also written by M. Night Shyamalan, Steve Desmond, and Michael Sherman, and stars Dave Bautista, Jonathan Groff, and Ben Aldridge, and the synopsis is as follows, while vacationing, a girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand that the family make a choice to avert the apocalypse. And I also want to throw another star in there, Mr. Ronald Billius Weasley, a.k.a. Rupert Grant is also starring in this movie. I was very excited to see him on screen. Um, He has been working with M. Night Shyamalan in his Apple TV series. I believe it's called Servants. I'm not sure if you've watched it, Devin, but...
1: I have not, but I've heard good things.
0: Yeah. I've heard really, really good things. It's another thing in my backlog. We have all these backlogs, Devin. It's crazy. (laughs) Video game backlogs, movie backlogs, TV backlogs. There's never enough time in the world, but we do have enough time to give our initial reactions, our spoiler-free thoughts on Knock at the Cabin. So I'm going to pass it over to Devin so he can give his initial reactions.
1: Yeah. first, First things first. Not a great title, I feel like. I feel like there's just so many other Cabin movies out there in this one. The Knock at the Cabin isn't really the the crux of the whole story, like you would think based on the title. It kind of happens at the very beginning, and then things start to happen. But other than that, um, we've covered M. Night a couple times before. I know we did Glass and Old. Um, I've always been a fan for the most part. He, He always... He always has an interesting view on on the world, and I always I've always liked his perspective as a director, so going into this one i was I was pretty interested I know old has has some uh, some negative views attached to it, but I thought it was entertaining and nonetheless no matter how how bad people think it is um so this one i was I was definitely looking forward to it then we've got a nice cast here. Um, and I think for this movie, none of it works without the this cast and the performances they put in because I thought there was great acting throughout the throughout, across the board here, especially Dave Bautista branching out, doing some different things. I know it's kind of a, a, his his life's work right now is trying to build up a resume and and branch out and do some different roles, and I think he killed it here. Um, the actress who played the little girl when Kristen Cooey, she was incredible. I thought she just brought so much life and energy to that role, especially for a a child actor. Hopefully no Razzies in her future. Um,
0: (laughs) Jeez, man. (laughs) Yeah, that was rough. That was.
1: But yeah, Jonathan Groff, he killed it as always. He's, he's King, obviously everyone knows him and I like Ben Aldrich as well. So without their performances, this movie would really fall apart. But I think the performances and the direction definitely helped this movie um, become an entertaining movie. Um, I'd say at the end of the day, it is pretty straightforward as far as the story goes. Mm -hmm. Like There's nothing crazy, insane, but that kind of makes it easy to follow. It's kind of a a different route to take from the usual M. Night movie, which I kind of liked. But at the end of the day, I feel like there could have been a little bit more with this ending. But Mm -hmm. nonetheless, pretty... Pretty solid, straightforward story.
0: I would agree with you there, Devin, um, for pretty much everything that you said. Um, When it comes to Knock at the Cabin, this is based on the novel that came out in 2018, which is titled The Cabin at the End of the World. Um, I think they should have kept with that title. Uh, Like you said, Devin, you know, Knock at the Cabin, it's not a bad title. It's just, you know, we have so many cabin movies. Obviously, The Cabin at the End of the World has the word cabin in it, but... Maybe they just changed it to knock at the cabin because the original title of the book is too wordy to say, much like the you know the oh my God it's a Harley Harley Quinns movie. I can't even go through that <laughs> entire thing again. but I do agree when it comes to the performances in this movie, everyone's performance was just off the charts. It had me on the edge of my seat. And Dave Bautista, like you said, Devin, he's trying to build a very diverse resume. And I think he is honestly, I mean, one of the stars of the show. Everyone's like giving it their A game. There's only about maybe f- seven or eight characters that we really focus on when it comes to this movie. And I wasn't sure what to expect going in because like Devin had said, you know, M. Night Shyamalan is really known for like his big twist at the end. But since this movie is not an M. Night Shyamalan original, he does take a different toll. Um, I know what happens in the book, but we're not going to talk about what happens in the books because I do consider that also to be spoilers. But there is a very interesting twist that happens in the book that I wish they would have went with, but the ending for Knock of the Cabin, it's very it's you know it it is a standard I guess you could say movie ending if you want to say that altogether I I was very surprised by Rupert Grant's performance he's not in the movie for very long but he definitely delivers um him yeah and his- I, thought,
1: I thought it was really funny they they first said the same red the name Redmond and I was like I wonder who the Okay. So that
0: would be? Whatever <laughs> that's going to be. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, that has to be Rupert Grant. And of course, it was. And he's also wearing the red shirt. I'm like, wow, this
1: is of course,
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> but you know, when it comes to you know these these Harry Potter actors, when it comes to Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson, Rupert Grant, like you know, obviously everyone's still remembers those films but they really have been trying to break out of that like not comfort zone but you know that image that people um portray them as because yeah like obviously we grew up with them you know we were around the same age they were while those harry potter movies were filming. but you know with Honestly, I think they've all been doing great work. Between Emma Watson in uh, Little Women, and then you have with um, <coughs> not Weird Al, excuse me, Daniel Radcliffe being in The Lost City and uh, Weird Al Yankovic movie, and the and you have Rupert Grant doing uh, M Night Shyamalan's series Servants, and now Knock at the Cabin. I I think for Rupert Grant's performance, they've really come into their own as respected actors for sure. But the rest of these characters, you know, Jonathan Groff and uh, the girl Wen, I do apologize I'm blanking on her name again, but um, everyone was just so fantastic in this movie. I was on the edge of my seat, honestly. And it's even Ben Aldridge, like he's a very like fiery, just mad at the world type of person. And you see that throughout the movie, how he has lost faith in humanity. Um, I'm blanking on, I think, what was Ben's character's name? It was like...
1: Daddy Andrew.
0: What was Daddy Andrew?
1: Dad, Daddy Andrew. There's, speaking of that, there's there's a few really good jokes in the first half of this one. <laughs> oh, it's an M. Night staple to throw in some good jokes here and there. Really like that.
0: Yeah, and of course, M. Night makes a nice little appearance um, himself. He won't say when, but you'll definitely... Uh, figure it out altogether. But but yeah, uh Ben Aldridge as uh Daddy Andrew. And then it was Daddy for oh Eric. my gosh. Daddy Eric and Daddy Andrew. That's what it was. They're they're very like basic names. So it's kind of easy to, you know, kind of they kind of just go through your head, like Andrew, Eric. So yeah, Daddy Andrew, Daddy Eric. Those are the, that is a couple that we follow in this movie. And Christian, uh, Kristen, excuse me, not Christian, Kristen Sue, who plays, uh, when she is their adopted daughter because they wanted to start a family. And then, yeah, things kind of just go haywire in this movie. I'm trying to beat around the bush, and it feels like I'm talking a lot here, (laughs) because I really do enjoy this movie. And of course, we're not going to be giving spoilers here today, but it really was, it was interesting. I, I really, I liked it. Like, I usually don't care for M. Night Shyamalan movies for the most part. He's kind of like 50-50 50 50 for me but the way that this movie starts it just reels you in
1: and it just it gets it just hits the ground running like as soon as the the screen pops up you just right into the into the action basically into the premise
0: yeah right and you know it's it's a small you know uh cast and crew but they really have made something special here and I'm very interested to see how book readers are going to respond to this like I said there is a very big difference. There's a really big twist that happens in the book that doesn't happen in the movies, but I wonder if they could have went a different way, understanding what, knowing what I know for the ending of the book. I kind of understand why they didn't go that way, but I kind of want to see it play out on screen. But my friend um, who I watched it with, uh, she was at our screening. She had read the book and she said, for the most part, it's, it's a pretty faithful adaptation all the way up until the end. That is what she said. And there's like a few small little uh, adapted changes that they make. But of course, they work all together. But yeah, it it was a wild ride. But I'll pass it over to Devin. I know I've been talking here for a while. Is there anything else you wanted to mention before we get into our trivia section? Again, that will be non-spoiler trivia. So you guys don't have to worry about that.
1: Yeah, I guess I'll give a couple of the, the things that I didn't really love about this one. Um, I think the main thing is I would have liked some more background on these characters. They did have some flashback scenes for the two main characters, Andrew and Eric, which I thought did a pretty good job of showing their life so far and how, they, how they've how um, they come to grow that connection. I would have liked a little bit more there even then. And then uh, more background for the four Um, the four intruders, I guess you can say, um, a couple, maybe a a flashback scene for each of them as well. Cause like you said, it is a short movie. I feel like there was, a bit time to add in a a little more background for these people and then it would have added some weight to the things that occur throughout the movie
0: I definitely agree there and that's a good thing to uh, to bring up um, because I almost kind of forgot about that I've been talking you know I'm such on a high of this movie but I definitely want to see it again Uh, my mom's like a big M. Night Shyamalan (laughs) fan so she's definitely going to be seeing it uh, sometime this weekend but I do agree uh, when it comes to the characters we, we do get a little bit of their backstory but it's very surface level. Um, One thing I actually do want to talk about really quick is I, I love Ben Aldridge's performance altogether, but I felt like his character was maybe a little bit too angry at the world. I mean, obviously we we see the flashbacks that happen between um, Eric and Andrew um, as they're becoming a couple but it seems that eric you know these are both two gay men eric is more forgiving of the world and its mistakes but andrew sees the world in a different way and he's very hot-headed he's very temperamental and and, and i totally understand that like i like that fiery passion with him but i felt like he was just a tad too a little bit too angry, like let's you know, let's watch the world burn, type of angry. If, yeah, that's if, the
1: fun. That's the fun of it when you can put yourself into the character shoes and try to mm-hmm. f- try to figure out how you would react to the situation.
0: Right. Yeah, but I guess between the two, I probably would lean more towards Eric because that's just he how was concussed,
1: I am. so I guess that might have an effect on it. <laughs> I, I, I also. Um, I also wanted to know a bit more about their their weapon choice. You see a bit of it in the trailer, but they have some very interesting weapons that never really you never really get any any more information on.
0: They don't. We don't get a lot of information on them. But uh, wow, those are some like that's like next level medi- medieval. Like
1: like modern was, day medieval.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it it looked like they put a lot of time and effort into that into those weapons and. I was like, man, like, where can I get one of those? It was, it was like a tricked out, like gardening hose or I don't know what it was, but they were pretty awesome. And I was like, you know what? They're, they are ready for, for the, uh, the end of the world altogether, but it was, it was insane stuff. But yeah, I, I will say that was probably my biggest gripe is, um, Andrew's character just being a little bit too off the edge, not edgy, but just. I felt like he flies off the handle a little bit too often, but that is something that Eric, Jonathan Groff's character sees and Andrew and he accepts him for who he is anyway. So it is almost as if, you know, uh, Eric is the rock in the relationship. He is the one that keeps Andrew grounded. Well, for the most part, but overall it's, yeah, it's was, I, it, it's, it was a nice relationship to kind of see flesh out. We definitely got more backstory with obviously the two characters and of course when um just a little bit but yeah overall it was a, a wild ride you know Abby Quinn who plays Adrian and then Nikki uh, Muka bird who plays Sabrina um they <laughs> they all killed it I was like wow this is you know M night really just directed this movie in in a really uh interesting way and it, it kept me guessing because I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, like what's the twist? Like, where's it going to go? But knowing what I know now that it's an adapt- uh, adaption of the book, that kind of makes more sense as it wasn't a big twist, but there are reveals that happen throughout the movie. So of course we're not going to talk about that here today. But uh, I'm just going to move over to trivia here for just a moment because I thought there was a few interesting tidbits here that we can kind of bring up. We already mentioned that this is a um, based off of a novel uh, that came out in 2018 um, titled The Cabin at the End of the World. But I will also say uh, for this next bit of trivia, M. Night Shyamalan cast Dave Batista after he was impressed with this performance in Blade Runner 2049, which came out in 2017. So, um, again, to Devin's point, you know, Dave Bautista has been trying to just, you know, mold his acting career in a different uh, way than other actors or excuse me, other wrestlers turn actors. But I, I really like that Dave Bautista is experimenting with a lot of different genres. And I hope that, you know, he, is, he he continues to explore different areas.
1: Yeah, I think that, that blade in a rule definitely opened people's eyes, obviously, from what this trivia says confirms that.
0: And also, this was M night Shyamalan's second movie since Unbreakable, which came out in two thousand, to be filmed in PanaVision, which is like anamorphic. It seems a bit I, I could kind of see that. Just just a little bit, but He also, I'm not Shyamalan himself, um, Knock at the Cabin was shot with uh, 35 millimeter film. And um, Shyamalan and his photographer, they used these lenses from like the 1990s to give it that kind of like classic 90s thriller look in a way. I'm not sure if you really caught that. I feel like they kind of made that uh, apparent, but it did have a specific look to it. A lot of Dutch angles as well but the cinematography was very, very good. But that's all I really have with trivia. I didn't want to, I didn't want to go too far, but actually let me me give out one more because this is actually pretty interesting. So Sabrina, uh, Nikki Amuka Bird, who plays Sabrina, and Rupert Grint have both worked with Shyamalan before. I'm not sure if you recognize Amuka Bird, but she was actually in Old in 2021. And then of course Rupert Grint um, is was in servant.
1: Yeah, was she the one that was a doctor or a nurse on the beach?
0: Yeah. No, wait, that was that was the the guy <laughs> who skipped.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the old man was a doctor, but I think she was like the she had like the, the brain issues. I don't remember.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was something of, of that nature. I haven't watched it since we reviewed it, but yeah, it looks like Amuka Bird all, um, also worked with uh Shyamalan as well. Um, in the past, so that's actually pretty cool. You know, it's it is nice to see how other actors are willing to appear and work with you know directors again, um, in multiple projects. It really shows the you know the level of trust in this and just the uh, the level of respect that they give each other. So I think that's pretty cool. But that is it for our quick trivia section. Those are just a few facts that I thought you guys would find interesting altogether. I didn't want to bore you too much. But this is a very interesting movie, and I think if you've either read the book or haven't read the book, you should definitely go watch this because it is an Matt Shyamalan movie. At the end of the day, like he he brings people to the theaters. Butts are in seats when it comes to a Shyamalan movie, no matter how good or her, or how. Bad, they can't be, like Avatar The Last Airbender. But we're not going to talk about that. So, with all that said, let's actually get into our final thoughts and our ratings. So I'll pass it back over to Devin so he can give his final thoughts and ratings on Knock at the Cabin.
1: Yeah, like we've been talking about, um, this movie has has great direction and great performances from the whole cast, which kind of carries the movie. Um, The story is pretty straightforward, but easy to follow, and that, I don't really see that as a bad thing because that's kind of an issue for M. Night where a lot of his stories just kind of come off the rails and it's hard, hard to reel it back in. For this one, it just stays on the tracks and just kind of easy sailing. It's, it's easy to follow, and and there's no real, real uh, hiccups throughout. And um, I will say the issues I had are a little, like a little more background in the characters and kind of the lore mythology of it all. Also, the ending didn't really... Isn't really going to blow anyone away. It's definitely better than the glass ending. Like, yes, <laughs> the,
0: seriously,
1: <laughs> it's going to be tough to top that one. Yeah. A puddle is being the weakness. So that was just all time, all time rough ending.
0: Early days of the show as well, where we were just like, absolutely not. This is not for us. I will say for old, the, the twist was very interesting. But when it came to uh, Knock at the Cabin, a lot of my uh, final thoughts pretty much echo Devon's. You know, I'd love to see more of the backstory of these characters. It could have been a little bit longer. Um, I didn't know the runtime going into this movie, so I expected it to be at least two hours. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, like by the time that the movie ended, I was like, Was that two hours? It didn't feel like it. And I looked down at my phone. I was like, wow, it really was only like an hour 30, maybe hour 40.
1: Yeah, the runtime is hour 40.
0: Right. And that actually might bring more people to the theater, knowing that it is a shorter experience and they can still get some type of um, adrenaline rush out of it. But like Devin said, you know, the ending isn't, it's nothing new, nothing big, nothing like aha or gaspy, but it is interesting it's it, it does have a nice ending for sure um Devin, what would you give knock at the cabin for your rating
1: i'm feeling like a like a solid 72 like mm. i said before definitely has some issues but it uh, it stays on on the on the tracks for the most of the ride and i think i like that for a change from an m night movie it's definitely definitely a, a change but kind of welcomed
0: Yeah, I I would agree with you there uh, when it comes to the the change, you know, like you said, it's very easy to follow. There's not a lot of plot threads or anything going on. I'm actually going to go a little bit lower and just give it like a 70 out of 100. Um, But I I really enjoyed it. Like, this is something that I would actually watch again with other people, like 100 percent. And you know, there's this weird like narrative where it's like, oh, if it, if it's 70 or below or, or like anything 70s or below, then it's not a good movie. That that doesn't mean that it's not a bad movie. We think people should see this because it is a fun, entertaining ride. And like Devin said, the uh, the performances carry the entire film because they, they have to when it comes to uh, situations like this, you know, making an impossible choice when it comes to saving your loved ones or saving the 8 billion plus people on the planet. So overall, definitely go watch it this weekend. It's coming up. And yeah, it's it's a wild, wild ride. And with all that said, that is a wrap on today's episode. If you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and follow us on twitter and instagram at film optics that is optics with an x to stay in the know and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend whether it be your mother your brother or your significant other make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with a movie lover in need and really quick let's take a sneak peek at what's coming up on the show So what is on deck, we have our Last of Us episode four review, which will be uh, releasing either the Monday and or Tuesday that it um, from its release on that Sunday. We're also going to be covering Cocaine Bear and our Velma review is coming up here pretty quickly. So we're definitely going to be giving our spoiler thoughts on that show because, you know, everyone's been hate watching it for everyone says how bad it is, but everyone's been. hate watching it it's it's a very interesting uh show that i can't wait to talk about but what is out now for you to listen to on the podcast you can listen to our the last of us episodes one through three that are out on our podcast as well as our infinity pool review that devin and i covered last week and our that Seventy show spoiler free review as well And with all that said, we'd like to thank you guys for listening. And remember, if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. I'm Christian. That was Devin signing off. And we'll see you guys in the next one.